Oh, no, you didn't. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become the city's very first totally nude sommelier, ladies and gentlemen, she's pouring your wine, mm, Alexis Thompson. Spit in the bowl. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning. Jason and Alexis. <laughs> We're clothed. We're clothed. Yes. And good morning, all of you, on this Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the most productive day of the week. Welcome to National Lemon Chiffon Cake Day. Welcome to National Ooh. Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. I like that one. Welcome to National Vietnam War Veterans Day. Welcome to Piano Day. Welcome to Smoke and Mirrors Day. That's what this show is. <laughs> Welcome to Love the Children Day. But I guess you only celebrate this in Texas. So, there we go. Oh. And welcome. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis Thompson on this Tuesday. How the hell is your... This is the final Tuesday of March. How the hell is your coffee? Oh, it is. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, my coffee, it's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't make any at home, so... Uh, but it's the office coffee, and look, it's, yeah. it's getting the job done. Oh. Um, and I haven't even had a sip yet, so... Two oh. days. Dawn had ah, a, a non-personal mm. tea yesterday. Yes! You have office coffee today. I do! Okay. It tastes pretty good. Nice okay. little French roast. Dawn? Oh, my drinking? tea is great. I finally brought it. I almost left it again. Oh. Um, but I did let it... Um, it fell out of the little holder in my, um, in my car and then was rolling around oh. on the floor. Oh. You know... Oh. The lid doesn't close very good anymore. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I hear you. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. It's good. Yeah. It has a little oh, grit to it. And... Oh, look at that. <laughs> uh, mine is a needed boost today. Uh, necessary, needed. Um, cheers. 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 Start the show. Tuesdays are rough because we're working off of Sunday night sleep. And none of us really get a good night's sleep on Sunday, do we? Right. And oh, Sunday, no, 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 this no, 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 Sunday no. was absolute poop. Thank oh, right. Yeah. With the Oscars. Oscars. That was, I could not calm down. No. Everybody oh. was, their nerves were shot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still shook. What the heck happened? What the, what the, what the? Yeah. I, and I'm, uh, I made, so thank you. I always forget that, Lex. So yes, so mm-hmm. this is hi everybody. This is you're 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 running on gasoline from Sunday night. Hi. Ooh. Hi. And then I made the error, even though it was fun. I had an event last night on a oh. school night. I went out on a school oh, night. Oh no. How late were day, you out? Uh 9:30. Oh, which gosh, is late. Okay. well, but that's late no, for me. I'm no, no, usually then it's, and then then you have all the other stuff you have to do that you I normally have, do earlier. Yep, everything. I had to, I had to crunch everything into about a half hour. It's not a woe was me. It no. was actually a lovely thing. Um, it, 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 some fun things to tell you guys uh, uh, from the event. So it was lovely. I had a good time. I was with good people. However, it's still Monday, coming off of. 
the weekends. Oh, yeah. um, and it's in usually Monday. My 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 friend Jen and I, we usually joke because we've been working since the end of January. We've been and this isn't a woe is me. It's just explaining Facts. why I am. Yeah. yeah, I've been I've been working seven days a week since the end of January yes. um, over, at, over at Lush. And so we get to Monday and Jen and I are the same age. Dawn, Jen and I are all yeah, the same age. Not We're not easy, as young easy. as Alexis. <laughs> no, um, you're not. Nope. Alexis is very wow. young compared to us. Yes. You uh, guys started this dynamic. I know. We did. I don't I care. Know. No. Uh, We're so she's very young. And um, so <laughs> we we look at each other and we're like, it takes us two days to get you oh. to to make up for the the um the the activities of Saturday and Sunday Oof. and and it's just so Mondays are rough usually and then we added this thing but we went oh my gosh yeah what did you went, do oh my goodness this was so fascinating we went to this event it was um we were invited by some folks that help us with liquor <laughs> so that's fun oh and um and it was um an event about women uh champagne makers celebrating women in the champagne business and wine business, which I always love. And and it was, uh, it was so fascinating what we learned, what I learned um, sitting there because they served you food. It was about two hours. And then one of the cool things was they had little five vials on every, there's only six tables and there's uh, maybe six people at each table. And they had these vials Six little vials, five little vials on the table. And they looked like, you know, um, you know, uh, perfume samples. They're very long. You know, they're long and they're like a cylinder, but they're very skinny and they're about, I don't know, two inches tall. Yeah, we'll chop them in half. And that's basically what these little little containers. So what they had. Well, no, what they, that's what we, it looked like little thing. It looks like something from Studio 54. It looked yeah. like little things of cocaine. But, um, so there, they were numbered and we had this little sheet in front of us. And the table as a collective, you had to smell the scent mm. and, and identify what the scent was. And then Fun. all, of, and then all of the scents were present in the wines you were drinking and you had to, or champagne, and you had to match. First, you had to diagnose, you had to identify the scent, and then you had to figure out what champagne they were serving you, what went with what. It was fascinating to just use those senses. We got three out of the five. Which I thought was really That's good. Great. I yeah. was, you know, I was really impressed. But once you figure out, they told us what the other two were. Then you, then when you go back and you re-smell it, and I'm sure your your brain is wired this way. Oh yeah. When you go back and re-smell, like for instance, the one one of them we got wrong was orange blossom. I don't know what the hell mm. orange blossom smells like. I only so, know the strawberry shortcake doll, orange blossom. Yeah, orange smell. blossom. Thanks, thank you, Don. Ah. So we got that one wrong. <laughs> I forgot what we said it was. But then once she told us the answer, then everyone was like, give me that vial. I want to smell this again. And we smelled the vial. And then. Then you get your, it. Oh, yeah. Your brain goes, your brain act. your brain goes, oh, that's, of course that's, oh, it's there's orangey. the hint of orange. There's the orange. But there was a leather smell. Yeah, was there was a. Yeah, grass lex. There Dang. was lemon. 
And we did much better in the matching of the scent to the glasses, to the glasses of champagne we were drinking. And then at the end, we did this thing called riddling, which is uh, when they turn the bottles of champagne, there's a guy, there's a riddler, basically. I think I have the term right. And they they move uh, they move the sediment that that collects at the bottom of the champagne bottles. It clears the sentiment, the sediment. So they just turn it like a three quarters of a way to the right, and you and the bottles are kind of in this rack, and you turn the champagne bottles, and it's called riddling. So they had a competition of how quickly, how many bottles can you riddle, basically. Yeah. And they told us that the, there's guys, women and men. We again, this was an event celebrating women. There's a woman. Who her job is in a cave. She's doing this basically in the dark with thousands of bottles of champagne, and that sh- this is her job. She it's riddling. You have to riddle just, every day. I don't know the frequency. That's a great you question. Or a couple times. For, what's uh, the you, no, just once to move the the sediment oh, that sediment. collects. I got it. Yeah, when my dad made root beer, we'd have sediment in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it's to it's to move the sediment around the champagne <laughs> to clear it out. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Like I look well, at the that, F- I mean, couldn't that be automated? Um, yeah, get a robot I, I, to do that. Yeah. Like a shelf that you just all Maybe. of them you just tip it this way and Seriously. I could design something. But it was just it was real interesting. You know, and I Colin goes, "You don't like games. Are you I mean, you, are you, did you have a good time?" I go, "I got to tell you, when I first arrived, I was a little tired, and I'm like, oh, God, I want to play a game. Yeah, I'm like, just give me. Okay. But it was fascinating. Like, we, I, I had a great time. I got real, comp- uh, I know this shocks you. We got real competitive. <laughs> Jen and I, Jen and and I were on it. We did. Um, <laughs> we had the quickest time. We did it in 12 seconds. And the other, the next closest team uh, which were our, which are our partners at Lush? They got, they did it in fourteen seconds. So Jen and I, Ooh. you would have thought we won like a BMW. Oh, yeah. all we won was a Vuv uh, umbrella. We won like a, a Vuv a champagne umbrella between the two of you. Oh, but you would have thought the two of us won a car. We were so yeah. excited, but yeah, it was interesting. I didn't know about that. Is Riddling. fascinating. Is it Minnesota champagne makers? Or are we talking? No. This was they. She flew in. She Do was people delightful. make champagne here? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay. But she looked like Diane Keaton. She was fabulous. She's actually going to start listening to our show because I told her she's trying to start a podcast. Um, oh and, yeah. yeah. And she loves pop culture. And uh, she's gonna. I think she's listening today. <gasps> Hi Judy. Ding ding ding. Um, Judy. But yeah, Judy? she's like a champagne and wine expert. And again, this was all about celebrating women like Judy in the biz. And I and there are wineries now in Sonoma in Napa that are 100 percent ran and owned by women. Oh, and it's been a long thought. time coming. Oh, yeah, man. it was a male male Can't dominated business. <laughs> no, seriously. So cheers. Oh, awesome. or, or cheers. Literally yeah. cheers, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sar- sarcastic person. So when I said that, that's sarcasm. Just so Judy knows. We're going to go from champagne to riblets. It's an Applebee's story when we return. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. 
And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five-star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Here. A big, heaping, hearty, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Welcome back to hey. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. So I talked about a little champagne thing that I did yesterday. We're going to go from champagne to riblets Uh-oh. and all you can eat apps. Well, kind of. We're going to have an Applebee story. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Unfortunately, not as fun. Yeah. No. What happened? Um, you might have missed this, but a couple of days ago, uh, a franchise executive made some comments about how since gas prices have been raised, it's good for them because they can um, pay their employees less <gasps> because there's going to be so desperate to make money that they're going to want to um, work more hours. And this is, of course, Applebee's, their franchises, so it's not the whole yeah. company, but it went around, all right? So that was, that's just to dumb down what he said. So he basically celebrated the idea of higher gas prices, and it's going to make potential employees more desperate for work. For Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Um, And he is now um, going to be in that line of looking for work because they have fired him. So... um, Wow. He said uh, most of our employee base and potential employee base live paycheck to paycheck. Um, And his name is Wayne Pankratz, if you're doing any hiring and that name (laughs) comes up. up. Just uh, FYI. (laughs) He said any any increase in gas prices cuts into their disposable income and inflation continues to climb and gas prices continue to go up. That means more hours employees will need to work to maintain their current level of living. 
I mean, <laughs> he's probably right, but the way he said it is pretty That's terrible. Really not and great. And to make choices based on that yeah. feels very heartless. And to say, "Yay, this is good for Applebee's." Right. God. I mean, usually these executives, John Stewart was just talking about this on his Apple show. The problem with John Stewart, he said he was talking about his recent interview with my boyfriend, Bob Iger, the former CEO of Disney. And he was talking actually to Stern. John Stewart was talking to Stern about these interviews. And he said, I hate, I'm paraphrasing. He goes, I don't like talking to these CEOs, these corporate executives, because they're so afraid. You're never going to get... Uh, and you're not going to get an unvarnished, honest answer from them mm. because they're constantly calculating in their head. Am I going to upset, uh, upset the customers yes. on Twitter? Am I going to upset the shareholders? Am I going to upset the top office? Am I going to upset my my uh, subordinates right below me? He goes, you're never they're so PR speak. Such a good point. And, and John said that I, I was like, he's absolutely right. I yeah. mean, and, and in some ways, we all kind of do that now in this era. Yes. Where if you say one wrong thing, you know, um, I got that yesterday. I got a, a couple things about our, our dialogue, and I I thought pretty balanced uh, conversation about Will Smith. But, um, but with CEOs, so this surprises me that this dude is, like, saying the soft part out loud. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go eat some riblets. You need to, I don't know, take a breath. Don't get so excited about other people's suffering. <laughs> well, there's also the hu- the human level of how insensitive the comment uh, is. It may it be is. true. How much money he yes. probably makes. It's just yes. gross. I would like, like, for instance, I would like to ask Mr. Higher Gas Prices. Um, what I, I'm sure he got a, a pretty healthy bonus. I'm sure he's on a great bonus structure, I would guess. Or he mm-hmm. was. Or, well, I was going to, that's right, Don, I'm sorry. Let me use the past tense. He just hopes <laughs> people don't Google his name if he ever, well, when he goes to apply for another mm-hmm. job. Oh, what a bonehead move. Mm. You deserve to be fired if you're going to make that kind of mistake. That's a, yeah. that's a rookie mistake. Mm, just you sure. say that to your pals on the golf course. You uh-huh. know, if you're yeah, that's, out of touch with reality. And hope the caddy, uh, be kind to the caddy or they'll sell you down the river oh Oh my gosh yeah i don't know how this information really got around so much but it's like uh oh he said it in an email it wasn't an email it wasn't an email yeah oh my goodness oh it's all records you have to be careful speaking speaking of boneheads Mm -hmm. did you guys hear the flash got arrested what That was the first thing, you know, I'm sure the three of us do some some similar joke. I mean, uh, but we all look at the Internet at some point when we wake up, you know, making sure the world hasn't right spun out of control. But the first thing that popped up in my algorithm when I woke up, when I turned my phone on was the flash Ezra Ezra, um, the the new flash. He got he got arrested because he went to a karaoke bar. And ripped a microphone out of the hands of a karaoke singer. This woman was singing, I don't know, Summer Lovin'. Because that's what everybody does. <laughs> and she, he ripped, he got drunk and belligerent and like ripped the microphone from her hand. <gasps> he was so upset by karaoke. Oh, no. I get, it, I don't even go. I get you, Flash. I mean, girl, I, I can't look, do it. I, 
I'm with, I love karaoke. I, I can't, I can't do it. I know. My, my she gets so out of my secondhand Dawn. embarrassment, and it's just painful. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I can't. Yes. You love it too, though, right, Jeez? I love watching you do karaoke. Oh, that's oh it. My oh, my gosh. We're <laughs> together. We, we can Alexis, just, yeah. I enjoy any opportunity <laughs> to spend time with you. Um, yes. And and singing on stage. Oh, really? Lovely. Yeah, we did Islands in the Stream. Oh, we did. Yes. yes, I've yes. done that before as well. Back yes. in the day. Oh, well, there's some that are just like they blow you away. They're so good. It doesn't yeah. matter which bar you go to. If I went with my theater friends back in, you know, yes. back in the day, and there's like 12 of them, and they're all like unbelievable, like Lady Gaga type vocals, and you just take <laughs> over the bar, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. it's just the other ones in between where they're nervous, and I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? Oh, <laughs> that's true. Park Tavern has good karaoke and Vegas Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> if you need, if you just need Thank it, you know, you. I haven't been in a bar in a hundred years, oh, no, but I'm just saying. Anymore. I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Kenny's coming up with your first look at traffic and more. The Oscar update when we come back. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Hey, it's Oscar Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So much to unpack. There's a lot we didn't get to. Are you kidding me, Don? We didn't get to our entire anything. show. I mean, anything. <laughs> but hey, it was not, fun. Not great conversation. Fun <laughs> yeah. yeah. But great conversation. Necessary conversation. Given it was the cliche, uh, uh, sad as it is, it was what truly everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and expressing feelings about it. And many feelings. As I said, I, I, I had really great conversations off air to about the dynamics at play, especially for the black community within the black community, especially for black women mm-hmm. and what hair uh, means to them um, and the role that that played in what happened yesterday. It was fascinating. It was a opportunity to listen and um, and discover some of the nuances that folks may have missed in the initial Yes. In the initial discussion. 
Having said all of that, there are some actual updates Mm -hmm. since we went off the air yesterday. (laughs) Thank you. This just in. (laughs) Well, let's lead with this, Lex. You have uh, Will, around five or so, will apologize. So do you have that in front of you? And as they do, um, on Instagram, he posted, he says, uh, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. He continues, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous. Hold on, got to get to the next page. Um, Let's see here. An otherwise gorgeous. Journey for all of us. <laughs> I am a work in progress. <laughs> Sincerely, Will. Thoughts, Lex? What was when you read it the very first time? What did you think? I'm glad that he addressed Chris publicly. I think that he is embarrassed. You can tell as he was walking back, he absolutely regrets this. And now with the fallout afterward, it's embarrassing. Is really yeah. what it boils down to. I'm glad that he said something, and I hope I mean, this is definitely an apology that he's worked with the team on. Right. To make sure, you know, he's got a really (laughs) with the Academy and their announcement. So their announcement came out first, which I know we'll get to. And then his apology came out. He's probably scared at the same time. You think so? And and has remorse about it for sure. I, I, I do believe that he in the moment just he saw that Jada wasn't happy. And maybe not also happy with him that he laughed at the joke initially and he just responded and he was probably walking up there going, I'm already up there. I'm already up here. I got to do something. I mean, he could have knocked Chris out if he wanted to. Absolutely. And I think with the slap, it was just kind of like, a, uh, well, you lose your mind a little, I guess. And I would like to know more about that feeling. And maybe that will come later on. Or maybe that's just a private conversation that he'll have with Chris. But, yeah, that was my initial thing is that he needed to say something. Dawn, I got a lot of reaction about you yesterday. Positive wow. about. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, the whole our all three of us are yeah. just the conversation about it. But you were very direct. You were very like, so Dawn, do it again. What would you think? No, what do you think of his apology? apology? Okay, this is great. This is what we're looking for here. I still believe that he should have been removed from the state, from the uh, theater, just because that is it's what assault. would happen to anyone else, and it was assault. And I think that 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 removing him would have calmed him down, and he was probably swirling in a bunch of emotions anyway. That's why his speech was a mess. And so in that speech, he said a lot of things that seemed self-indulgent and assuming that um, the story of Mr. Williams related to what he just went through. It was a dang mess. So I think they should have removed him uh, and let him calm down and unfortunately not given him the opportunity to accept his award and give a speech. I don't believe that they should take it away from him because those are two separate issues. Like, he did a great job in the film. 
Um, yeah. And because of his actions right before, that shouldn't take anything away from it. Those are apples and oranges. But I don't know if he should have been given the opportunity to get up there and speak for five minutes and then uh, be celebrated and everybody not knowing what to do because everybody just wanted some type of a release that everybody gave him a standing ovation. I think that was just a reaction of like, Ooh, it's just like there the violence happened and we were a witness to it. It's all just very um, indicative of just what happens, even in a situation where you're in a home and there's violence. I mean, and abuse, you know, it was, you know, and I really enjoyed. Yeah. I'd like to add that if you go listen to what Lori and Julia said yesterday afternoon in their segment that's on our website. I really did enjoy. They brought up some really great points. Can you give me one? Um, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to Lady Exercise. And Lady Julie Exercise. Um, I'm sorry to mean to put yeah, you on the spot. Yeah, okay. yeah, same. I, I didn't hear it either. Let's see. Um, well, I probably I'm liked sorry, it because they because they agreed with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just the whole like vessel of love thing. They kind of went in on that and how, like, you're a vessel of love, but you just did this. How are you a vessel of love? It doesn't make sense. And they just said this was assault. This was an assault. Mm -hmm. And um, how he was allowed to sit in that theater is a mystery. I, I I will add to... I will add to this by saying what I wish could have happened that I think would have been... That, that I think would have shined a light more on what Jade is going through. And I think if there would have been a, I think if there would have just been a moment that, that Will and Jada would have just walked out if they, and, and, and mm. if they would have just silently got a, but then again, I'm not, I also feel weird telling Oof. people how to handle their, their anger and their resentment. You know what? I feel very weird as I got ready to say that sentence, but I'm just telling you, I wish there was another way. Let me phrase it like this. I wish there was a different way other than resulting to an assault or slap or punch or whatever you want to call it. I wish there was a way to open folks' eyes to what Jada is going through and what millions of black women are going through. Millions of women dealing with hair loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's what I wish. That's what I wish would have happened. Whether that had been Will going up on stage and calling Chris out, you know what I mean? Calling Chris out and using the platform of the Oscars to raise awareness. Um, or just now, screaming from a seat, maybe, or, maybe yeah, something. Use your words. Yeah. But, but well, Jace, you're the producer of the show. What would you have done? It, clearly you didn't um, have enough security. I, I was thinking, why didn't they go to commercial? You did, right. Fire the director. Here's I'm the sorry. What would no, you do? Why? It's also entertainment, oh, but it's know, also but still, like you've witnessed this assault. Get of, control. Right. Here's, what do here's you do? Well, somebody asked me this yesterday at the dinner, uh, at the Bubbly's dinner. Yeah. And I said, let's, I, I, I'm trying to put myself and my executive producer here in, on a very small scale, TV wise, we were trying to think of what the atmosphere was oh. in that control room. Yes. And on a normal, <laughs> uh, guys, on a normal day, oh. it is it is bustling and it is um, it is electric and it you are making quite literally split to uh, uh, thousands mm-hmm. of split deci- yeah. split second decisions. So if I'm putting myself mm. in that position, it's a great question, Lex. 
What I think happened is just like the audience at home. I don't think the control room knew what the hell was going on. Was it a bit that Chris didn't tell the producers about? Right. You know what I mean? I I don't think they realized. Mm -mm. The producer, who I believe knows, I, I, I got from his statement, um, Will Packer, fabulous producer, by the way, who yes. ABC should be very grateful for. The ratings are up from last year, 50, 52 percent. Anyway, Will, I, I'm sure, was like, what, what, what is happening? And then when Will started screaming, I think that's when ABC, I think that's when standards and practice, that's the, the, that's the folks that handle the eight second delay. I think that's when everyone realized what was happening. And by then... It was like, oh, my goodness. And then when Chris continued with doing the nomination, I think it was like a train that had already left the station and they didn't they didn't want to cut to commercial because then you're taking away from what ended up to be Questlove's moment. And they knew that there was going to be a commercial break right after where they could reset. Is it was it the right call? No. I think now I'm so bad for Chris know. Rock. Like, I would have been like, can you help me out here? Like, first but, of all, I've been attacked on stage and no one is getting control of this and going to commercial. Yeah. Let me be clear. I'm not yeah. saying it's right. It's like the Whitney Houston song. It's not right, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> That's true. In the hindsight- moment, it's so crazy. They're just thinking, oh, we heard the F-bomb. We have to make sure that we uh, delete I- this. We've got to... All of yes. the actual broadcast, let alone the actual like, the physical, yes. yeah, they're there. What do we do with that? And again, guys, the academy isn't an, an academy. It's not a single person. Right. So there's a lot of mechanisms that they had ABC, the executive producer, the academy in that moment trying to figure out think about how the, the interaction oh, was so actually fast. pretty quick. Yes. So I'm I. I Look, we're sitting here as like you know uh, Monday morning quarterbacks. I'm just telling you in a in a in a in the best it's of situations, crazy. a control room is uh, is crazy. This I can only imagine. The executive producer is probably getting four phone calls at once. Yes, from the academy president, from ABC's head of programming, from security. Yeah. I'm sure he was fielding calls. From everybody and and at the same time. Or making the call like, where were you? And at the same time trying to keep the show because they're relying on him. He's the one in the control room making the calls. But if he's taking calls from security, ABC, the Academy president, the show, they I'm sure they were just trying to keep the train on the tracks. Yes. And remember, this is also a show like we've always said, too. If Chris was in the back going, I do not want to charge uh, press charges, and Will sitting there like everything's okay. Do they know? Did they know he was going to win? That was the other yes, thing. I don't of think course. so. Oh, they did. Don't they know? I, I'm I not mean, sure. There's I mean, they make the delivered speech by Chris Evans about like you know, right? So maybe <sighs> you know, you also have that pressure too of going. He's going to come. Everyone's going to be wondering, and everyone in between that had their speeches and everything. We forgot all of that, unfortunately. So it's whew, just so many different decisions. You're right. In the moment, yeah. it, it was just, yeah, extra crazy. Yep. 
Fans, yeah, oh. now with their formal review, they're, who knows yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, the Academy's reviewing it, just to button this up. They're, they're reviewing it. SAG and AFTRA, the, the union has come out against what Will did, the condoning it. And um, they're going to review it. The Academy's going to review it. And then uh, it is what it is. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Because I'm a Perfume for that 24 hour woman. I can work till 5 o'clock. Come home and read your tickety talk. Tonight I'm gonna cook for the kids. And if it's loving you, one, I can kiss you and give you the shivering fit. Ajolie, the 8 hour perfume for your 24 hour woman. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I am a 24-hour woman. Thank you, Anjali. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm about a 20. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk and streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Hey, Lex, I reached out. You know, we talked about that dynamic of um, the thread of conversation happening in the black community about what happened yesterday. Lex, I reached out to Shaletta. To oh. see if she could call in and join us at some point today. Yes. So just FYI on that. So we'll try to get Shalette on the phone because she she offered to give us some insight. And I thought it was very important. Um, and I'm sure you agree. Uh, but let's do some fun. Dawn, yesterday, it was very funny. We got done and Dawn was sad panda because she's like, we didn't get to talk about fashion. We didn't. I know. And I don't know. Yeah. And it was we didn't get to talk about some of the more fun aspects of the Oscar. So let's do some Oscar fashion. Yeah. Uh, who were we loving? Who was mistakes? Dawn, you start off. I got a list here. Look uh, at you. Dawn has a list. Okay. <laughs> I um, I thought that uh, as far as the worst, let's go to that first. Okay. That's always Timothy fun. Timothy Chalamet, can you put on a shirt? <laughs> it's the Oscars. <laughs> this is not the Golden Globes. He is on my best dress list. I don't like that. Uh, we come on, <laughs> put a shirt on. It's very distracting. It's not like there's anything really, you know, to see. Yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, I don't know. It's no weird. nips were showing. I know, but it's weird. It's like, uh, <laughs> come on, man. It's stop it, um, Don. I will tell you, you. Um, the staff over here at the TV show 100% agrees with you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my best dressed, uh, I really loved Kristen Stewart's short shorts. This is why. And her open blouse. Oh, no. It's because I just watched Spencer. And to me, it embodied everything that Diana wanted to do but couldn't. Yeah. And that's what the movie is about, her being confined. And half of the movie is about her just switching outfits from, I'm going to wear this dress on Christmas night instead of uh, Christmas morning. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then it was like, oh, she's she's losing it because yeah. she's wearing the Boxing Day outfit on Christmas Eve. And that was such a <laughs> defiance for her that she would even switch them. So to me, I was like, oh, Kristen Stewart, Yes. You know, so it was just different. You know, I had a different perspective. Um, and then I thought Zoe Kravitz was too safe. Um, oh, really? 
I and then I also loved um, Jessica Chastain's dress until Ooh. I saw the bottom, and okay. I'm like, look at that purple Swiffer. What is that? <laughs> the loofahs at the <laughs> bottom. I, oh my gosh, that was like that I didn't one. like the bottom. Too much going no. on. Whoa. Yeah, I did not enjoy that. So that's one. my little update there for you. I wanted people to, you know, like the black suits with the black shirt. It, was that a message or was that just the fashion? Like you can only wear a black a tie, black shirt, black tux. Oh, right. Oh, I think that looks classic. Jason Momoa did that. Everybody mm-hmm. did yeah, that. Yeah, I loved it. And he also had a scrunchie. <laughs> oh, God. In Simu Lu, I loved that red suit because it just you, stood out as different. Who did you like? Left? I have a list too. Yeah, Zendaya is my number one. Oh. She did an updated crop top. It's just young and fresh and just looked absolutely stunning. It was white, and then she had a sequined oh, long like skirt. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I would wear that dress in a heartbeat. And, of course, she's one of the memes after the whole Will Smith slap yep, yeah, over with her face at the end. Like, whoa, what's going on? Um, but that dress was absolutely gorgeous. Tiffany Haddish, oh, I just stunning. Beautiful okay. sweetheart top. It was green and silver. I might Hit not have ground. seen that because I watched the crappiest red carpet show ever, which is the ABC. Oh, Don, and so Don, I didn't oh. see half of them because nobody wanted to talk to them. Oh no! no. Okay, Again, so let me look at her. Oh, but yeah, yes, that is beautiful. And then oh. I do have Timothy Chalamet on my list of best dressed, only because, <laughs> like you said. Every other guy oh. looks the same, and he takes risks. He's young, and he's like the Zendaya of let's you know let's redo this. And he's I still thought he looked glamorous, and yeah, that was his chest under there. But <laughs> I love the sparkly jacket and the just the way they accessorize with the neck the double necklace, one longer than the other, the rings, the whole look. I I have him there, and then also Jason Momoa too because I do like the black on black on black look. Okay. I just had a quick one um, that nobody mentioned. I like Lily James um, from Downton Abbey. Oh, she played sure. Cinderella. Oh, She had a very Anderson. simple pink. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, Pam Anderson. I loved oh, her. Oh, with the slit. High, yes. high slit. One of my worst was Maggie Gyllenhaal with the door knockers um, no. up and down her dress. Oh, yeah. That um, was, that she always was, does kind of weird stuff, yeah. That was just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely Absolutely awful. (laughs) Distracting. Um, We're going to take a break, friends. We'll be back after these words.